Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. It's a long-term care insurance scheme, and several cohorts have been automatically covered under the scheme uh, the moment they turn 30. But news in the, in the news recently, eligible Singaporeans and PRs born in 1979 or earlier can join CareShield Live. They can do so, could do so from November the 6th. So what does this mean for you in terms of the nexus of considerations as to whether or not you should take on Care Shield Life for yourself. Does it make sense for you? How does it supplement your disability coverage? Um, are there Care Shield Life supplement plans to consider when it comes to disability insurance? How much do you know about Care Shield Life? Well, we'll put all those questions to our fabulous guest today. The wonderful Chris Tan, CEO of Provident, has such a wonderful way of making uh, the complex understandable. Chris, good morning. Hi, good morning, Michelle. Good to be back. Chris, so many shield plans out there. MediShield, Integrated Shield, Elder Shield, Care Shield. Tell us the difference between all these shields. Yeah, man. I mean, there are plenty of shields, really. And, well, these so-called shield plans can be broadly divided into two categories. So the first category would be those kind of plans that, you know, we claim to pay cost of medical expenses due to hospitalization. So under this category would be, of course, your MediShield Life. Well, we all know, every one of us, as long as we are Singaporeans and PR, we will have MediShield Life. It allows us to claim if, uh, or rather it is suitable for those of us whom we are happy to stay in a B2 and C ward, uh, subsidized wards. But if you feel that that is not enough, you want a uh, you know, better quality of healthcare, nicer rooms and all that, then you've got to upgrade to the private shield plans called the integrated plans or the integrated shield plans. They are meant for B1 ward and above. So that's one category. Now, the other category is really meant for paying for expenses incurred uh, when one suffers from a severe disability. So we have Elder Shield. That's the most basic one. And those of us, like me, whom we are older, mm-hmm. we either get uh, Elder Shield 300 or Elder Shield 400. So 300, as the name implies, means that if there's a claim, uh, you get $300 per month for five years. And if you are under 400, then you get paid $400 a month for six years. Now, last year, the government introduced the upgraded version. Right, The upgraded version is called Cashew Life. And so if you are on Cashew Life and unfortunately severely disabled, then you get a payout of $600 last year. And every year, this will go up by about 2% yeah, uh, for as long as one is uh, severely disabled. So two categories, hospitalization and the other one, is for severe disability. Okay, so help us understand, did CareShield Life supplement ElderShield? Did it take the place of ElderShield? Uh, no, so supplement is sort of like, quote-unquote, we're all familiar with the term riders, right, to add on. So supplement is what you buy to add on. So when uh, we were on ElderShield, mm-hmm. uh, private insurer sells this thing called ElderShield supplement. Okay. So if you choose to move over to Cashew Life, mm-hmm. you can still keep your ElderShield supplement. You don't have to get the new Cashew Life supplement if you want to. So the supplement stays. Okay. What are the key differences, as you see, between ElderShield and Cashew Life? Yeah, so first of all, I kept saying that, you know, it is for severe disability and both pays for severe disability and maybe it's good to just quickly define severe disability. There are three, or rather there are six activities of daily living 
these six activities of daily living would include washing, which means sort of like bathing yourself, you know, and toileting, dressing up, feeding, walking or moving around, mm-hmm. and well, transferring from the bed to a to an upright chair or a wheelchair. And these six activities of daily living, if we cannot perform three out of these six of them, then we are considered to be severely disabled. And both Elder Shield and Care Shield Life will pay. Now, I do need to uh, ask everyone to take note that, you know, every time we talk about disability, people think that, oh, it must be caused by an accident. No, it's not. It can be sometimes caused by an illness, such as a stroke or even cancer, right? And then we cannot do these things already. So there are actually quite a few differences. Well, firstly, of course, the payout. Elder Shield pays 300 or 400 over five or six years. Cash Your Life starts from $600 and it pays for life as long as you are severely disabled. Premiums for Elder Shield is fixed based on entry age. Premiums for Cash Your Life increases each year because of the escalation of the, the payout benefit. Coverage for Elder Shield, when we were on uh, Elder Shield, you know, we got a letter from CPA board congratulating us that, oh, now you are old already. We're going to give you Elder Shield. But if we refuse to admit that we are old, we can actually say, no, I don't want. So it's optional. But Cash Your Life is mandatory. It's universal coverage, right? So when you are 30, the government gave it to you and you can't say no. So starting age for Elder Shield is 40 and Cash Your Life, as I mentioned, is 30. Right. And uh, for one of the most important, rather, I'll say the difference is this, and this is important. Uh, during the Elder Shield days, if one is severely disabled, you need a separate disability assessment by Elder Shield assessor, uh, an appointed guy to come to your house, you know, and, and, and check that you are really severely disabled. And you need to pay for this first-time assessor fee. And um, after that, you know, periodic assessment is they are needed to know whether if a person is still severely disabled. And also, there, there weren't any framework to assess the impact of this thing called cognitive impairments on a person's ability to function properly. Now, casual life, everything has been improved. So the assessment need not be done by this special guy at the elder shield assessor it can be conducted by a qualified healthcare professional your doctor who is providing care to you right and the, the, there is no fee for the first time assessment and periodic assessment is uh, well in a way better targeted so that those who are clearly permanently disabled right they don't have to go through this periodic assessment and as i mentioned very important now the new disability assessment framework will be used to explicitly consider the impact of connective impairment on functional ability so these are the changes and and good changes i would say because it's an improvement okay so now with the latest developments basically if you're age 42 Yes. You can opt in to Care Shield Life. Uh, it is mandatory for those born after 1980, correct? Mm. So, yes. for someone trying to make a decision, uh, do they really need Elder Shield or Care Shield Life? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think that, especially during the Elder Shield days, right, Michelle? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people think, ah, it's, 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 it pays so little, right? I mean, it's $300 or $400, five, six years, 20000 30000 Do I really need it? And do I, mean, I need what? to start paying for it so early? Yeah, I mean, I'm so young, it's quite unlikely I will get uh, in a stroke or, or things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, whilst that is true, I mean, it is true that a lot of claimants are usually older. But as I mentioned, uh, for severe disability, it doesn't have to be due to, say, dementia, a stroke or anything. Yeah. I mean, nowadays you hear of people getting cancer at a very young age. And can- cancer can deteriorate up to the point whereby you are bedridden. I've seen it with my own eyes. And you can't do many of these 
activities of daily living anymore. And, you know, besides that, well, I mean, yes, uh, maybe age when you are older, you get it. And the thing is that Singaporeans are living longer. Our average life expectancy is about 84, 85. One in two, according to stats, age 65 above, are expected to be severely disabled. And when one is um, suffering from severe disability, statistics shows that you know, the average duration or median duration is about f- uh, four years. And it can be very costly to care for a severely disabled person. And even though uh, in October 2020, last year, the government launched this thing called MediSafe Care, uh, which means to say that if you're a Singapore citizen or PR, you can actually withdraw from your Medisafe up to $200 a month, up to, okay, not 200 but up to $200 a month mm-hmm. for your this long-term care needs. But uh, I, I have a close relative right now whom is severely disabled, and I can tell you, Michelle, it's very expensive. It it's, it's not enough. 200 400 even even the cash you like $600 a month may not be enough. So I think we really need to rethink this piece that there is a possibility that we might be severely disabled mm. and it's actually, it costs a lot, you know, buying hospital beds, you know, yeah, equipments and all that. So I think, think about it. I think we do need this piece. Yeah, my granddad had a stroke. And when you think of the, the costs, you know, domestic helper up to a thousand a month, rehabilitation, mm. 400 yeah. a month, daycare, yeah. uh, $20 an hour, nursing homes, some t- over 2000 a month. So it all right. adds up. This is tip of the iceberg. Um, and as you say, anybody can, it's not, disability is not limited to someone who is much, much older. It can happen That's anytime. Right. That's right. Um, in terms of the other options out there, what do you think we need to consider? How expensive are the caregiving options? I mean, it really depends on uh, your, your expectation. You mentioned quite a few of them. Uh, well, I mean, like, for example, nursing homes. They're really expensive. And even if you want to pay for it, there is a, a waiting time. Yeah. Right. The, the voluntary welfare of, uh, organization nursing homes, which are cheaper mm-hmm. because they have MOH subsidy, can cost anything between a thousand to, and I, I, I can almost like guarantee you that if it's a thousand to one, you wait a long time, you know, to eight thousand five. And uh, recently I was searching for my relative. <laughs> it's scary. There are some private ones uh-huh. that cost 10000 and above, wow. you know, but it really looks nice. So, I mean, it depends on your healthcare expectation, really. Mm-hmm. So, nursing home is one. Of course, there are things such as uh, center-based care services, like, you know, community rehab center, daycare. It's really for people who, uh, if you are working in the daytime and we can't take care of our, say, uh, our, our relative or our aged parent, we want to send them to a daycare. It can be up to 2000 before subsidy. And uh, home care services, getting people to visit, uh, is about 100 150 per visit. And, you know, I've not talked about, of course, hospice care, palliative care. So they can cost really a lot. But interestingly, recently, Aviva, mm-hmm. uh, they commissioned a study between uh, in September, 24th to 29th of uh, September, mm-hmm. and they found out from about 2,000 respondents that the average day thing would need to, they will need to pay for things such as uh, aids in daily living, everyday living expenses, caregiver expenses, so on and so forth. It's about 2,300. And, you know, Michelle, if we have experience in this, we'll know, like, you know, it is sometimes the things that we don't see, you know, like your diapers, you know, yep. and all that, that can really, really, you know, add up. Absolutely. So I guess the next question for, on people's minds is, given these huge costs, wouldn't Elder Shield or Care Shield life be insufficient? Yeah, I, I would say so. Yes, I mean, thankfully 
for many of us, there are government uh, subsidies, right? If we go to the nursing homes and if we qualify, then there will be government subsidies that will help. Uh, I mean, if we don't, if it doesn't, then we either have to depend on our personal assets or uh, that's why we have this thing, uh, this cashew life. Uh, and cashew life pays right now, if you get on cashew life this year, and if you are severely, or rather if you are severely disabled this year, it pays 612. It's not enough. So that's why you might want to consider paying for the supplement. It's like a rider to push it up. You can push it up to as much as like 5000 per month. So these riders are available from different um, insurance providers? Yes, they are diff- uh, not all. They are like two to three insurance providers like Aviva, Great Eastern, NTUC Income that uh, sells you this cash life. Cash life is actually administered by the government. Yes. But the rider you can buy from uh, these private insurers. That can bump it up from 600 yes. a month to up to 5000 I'm looking at uh, Great Care Shield, for example. Great, that's right, Great Eastern, 5000 Uh And then you pay more for the premiums. But, you know, when people think cash shield life administered by the government, they think I can pay for this with my Medis Shield or MediSafe. Can you pay for your riders with your CPF money? Well, you can, but it's up to $600 a year. So uh-huh. typically when people say, yeah, I'm not sure whether I should get a supplement, I will always tell them, mm. why don't you just use up to $600 to buy, buy, buy the supplement first, right? Mm. Yeah, anyway, you can't use your MediSafe for a lot of things. So, mm. uh, you know, why don't you just bump it up, uh, mm-hmm. use $600 and then, you know, consider later if you want to bump it up further. All right. Cashier Life was introduced in 2020 for those between ages 30 and 40 in 2020. Mm. So for those of us not automatically included and thinking of moving from Care Shield to Elder Shield, what should we consider? Yeah, so there are two groups who were not included during the launch last year. And uh, the first group belongs to those who were born 1969 and earlier. Right, so you're not auto-enrolled, but this year you'll be invited to join. Mm. Uh, no maximum entry age, you can join anytime you want, as long as you are not uh, severely uh, disabled. Uh, the premiums are payable up to age 67, you know, and uh, because you didn't, I mean, because you are joining Cash Your Life late, there is this thing called additional 10-year catch-up premium to pay because now Cash Your Life actually, uh, the benefits are higher. So you are not automatically enrolled, but you can join if uh, you want to, as long as you are not severely disabled. And of course, the second group, uh, people like me, you know, we were born between 1970 to 1979. Uh, you are automatically enrolled, and I am. You know, uh, you can go to the Cash Your Life uh, website and oh. then use your ThinkPass login, and they'll tell you that uh, you are enrolled, or you know, they'll tell you that uh, pending, and you are, you're going to be enrolled on a certain age, right? So those of us who are uh, born between 1970 and 1979, automatically enrolled as long as we are not severely disabled. I have received my welcome package telling me how much, you know, the premium, the subsidy that I'm getting. Now, if you don't like it for some reason, you're automatically enrolled and you hate it, you don't like it, you can always opt out. Uh, you have to do so before the end of next year, 2023, and you'll be placed back to the old Elder Shield uh, 400. So, uh, well, for, for these two groups, well, uh, you decide, you know, whether you ultimately want it or not. All right. Um, can you give us your final thoughts on people considering, maybe I should just stick with Elder Shield 400. I mean, how much of an upgrade is Care Shield Life? What is, what is, what is your thoughts? Yeah, I, I certainly think that you should upgrade to Care Shield Life. I mean, anyway, the premiums uh, will be 
payable by Medisafe, so no problems with that. Now, whether or not you want the supplement depends on the budget. But if you think about Elder Shield 400, right, Michelle? I mean, it's, it's really just too little. 400 times 12 is like how much, you know, and then multiply by six years, twenty thirty thousand dollars $30,000 is really insufficient. So I'll strongly encourage you to upgrade to Cashew Life, but, well, uh, supplement up to your budget. But the one final piece of advice I want to give to everyone is all these insurance options are just really funding options. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have experience taking care of people in their end stage of life, you'll realize that what is more important is whilst you are still healthy, do an advanced care plan, ACP, so that you, you know, leave behind very clear instructions on your caregiver, on your expectation of uh, health care, right? So tell your family that, yes, you have this severe disability plan, but do an ACP to provide clear instructions on your health care expectation, how they should be using, you know, this, all these insurance payout to care for you. Yeah, I think that's very important because you ensure that people know your expectations and preferences and you keep the family harmony. I think that's very important. All right, we can do a whole show on ACPs, Chris. Um, Just a quick question. Are are we paying more for premiums, uh, CareShield Life versus ElderShield 400? Uh, yes, that's for sure, because the benefits are higher. I'll just give you a few, right? Okay. So let's say someone 50 years old, mm-hmm. uh, if you're on Elder Shield 400, your premium, let's say you are a male, and your premium is close to about $290, right? And if you switch to uh, Cash Your Life, uh, that's going to go up to uh, about uh, five to six, about $600 thereabout. Yeah, so if you, if, well, you know, it's very difficult to state it because, uh, why is it difficult? Because if you weren't on Elder Shield 400 mm-hmm. and you decide to take Cash Your Life right now, your premiums will be higher because you have to pay this thing called catch-up premium because you didn't pay, you didn't prepay all your, your Elder Shield 400 premiums. So now you want Cash Your Life and it's a higher benefit, you've got to pay more. But if you're like me, I'm on Elder Shield 400, mm-hmm. right? And I pay about $300 mm-hmm. uh, a, a year. Uh, when I switch to Cash Your Life, because I've been paying for my Elder Shield for the last 10 years or so, my premium today after subsidy is about $350 thereabout. So it's not too bad. Okay, got it. Yeah, but definitely right. higher. Well, thank you very much. I think a lot of people are Googling and checking out the Cash Your Life website to see whether they're enrolled or not or what their choices are. Great stuff, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Michelle. Chris Tan, CEO of Provident. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.